1: Heko nae purangite ne, natereo irirangi, o altea rua. Square resounding with the Chilean feminist chant that swept across the world. Un violador en tu camino. A rapist in your path. The lyrics, i la culpa no era mia, it wasn't my fault, not where I was, nor how I was dressed. In February this year, this massive group of chanting Latin American women gathered in Auckland to mark a violent murder of one amongst them.
2: So my name is Alejandra, I am from Colombia, and I am part of Latin Feminist Collective.
1: I'm Kadambri Kumar, and this is Voices. A trigger warning, this story contains references to violence, so we advise discretion.
2: We actually started this uh, collective that is like an activist feminist collective after the death of Juliana Herrera Bonilla, who was killed by her neighbor neighbor in Christchurch at the beginning of this year.
1: -year 37-year-old Colombian Juliana Bonilla Herrera was violently murdered by her neighbor, a convicted rapist being rehabilitated in the flat next door to her. In the days and months after her death, Juliana became a symbol for Latin American feminists here in New Zealand, her brutal killing sparked gatherings, discussions and activism from within the community, desperately seeking answers and responses to violence against women in New Zealand. We realise that
2: New Zealand doesn't have any, it doesn't typify uh, femicide as a crime, which is very important in order to fight for measures that can address these issues. So it's not even recognised, people don't talk about it. So we started with this agenda a little bit because of the reason that we... Gather initially was the death of Juliana. We were seeking for justice for her. So like one of our biggest slogans is New Zealand, let's talk about femicide.
1: So femicide in general terms refers to the killing of women because of their gender at the hands of men motivated by revenge or a sense of entitlement to women's bodies or lives. Femicide kills approximately 4,000 women each year in Latin America. In New Zealand, it's difficult to estimate what this figure could be because it's not a category of its own. According to the New Zealand Family Violence Death Review Committee, from 2008 to 2018, 125 women were killed by their partners, which is pretty much the only information around femicide. Most are classified as homicide, a person killing another. But what activists like Alejandra want is a recognition of femicide.
2: Feminism in Latin America is really strong and it has carried out like very strong uh, recognitions worldwide. For example, the 25th November celebration that is now celebrated worldwide, it started because of uh, killing of three uh, women in Latin America. So like, because we have been facing uh, in Latin America a lot of violence, we know that the feminist activism is very important to like push against. So as activists, we know that we can achieve things, you know.
1: It's the 26th of November, and near Auckland's Victoria Park, a large group of South American feminists and activists have come together to mark the International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women. The date, as Alejandra Jaramillo just said, was chosen to mark the brutal murder of the Mirabal sisters in November 1960. Patria, Minerva and Maria Teresa were political activists in the Dominican Republic, killed by order of Rafael Trujillo, the country's ruler then. The sisters went on to become icons of political and feminist resistance over the years, empowering millions of women all across Latin America. When it comes to femicide, since 2015, 17 Latin American countries have passed legislations that recognize femicide. And measures to prevent it now involve even broader social steps, things like education and awareness around it in schools, for example.
2: It's true. In our countries, there's like many more women that are killed, for example. Or violence is more explicit. It's out there. But then that makes it that we acknowledge it because we can see it. So the difference that we find in New Zealand is that it's true, there's less violence, there's still violence, but it's very hidden and then people don't acknowledge it because it's very hidden.
1: The women have gathered here today in solidarity with each other of their experiences as migrant women in New Zealand. Some of them are from organizations that work directly in domestic violence, others psychologists and even arts practitioners
2: violence affects migrant women in particular ways we have like a lot of uh, instances where people get for example sexually assaulted at work or just discriminated against at work or that people find okay to say comments because we are latinas and we are exoticized very often and that is found like normally that's like people don't realize that that is really violent as well so yeah there's other forms of violence that also affect but the thing that we find and we think also violence affects new zealand women as well
1: it's an emotional morning here. There's a candle lit for Juliana. Discussions about helplines, slogans, and songs flow. And for some, tears flow as well. No estamos sola is what I'm hearing a lot of this morning. We aren't alone. Um, my name is Juanita Rojas, and I...
0: I am part of the Latin Feminist Collective, Uh, it's a feminist collective here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, but I'm also uh, working at Chama. it's an ethnic woman organization that uh, aims at uh, supporting migrant women flourish while settling here in New Zealand, I'm working as a prevention lead at the organization. But I'm also doing a PhD, and it's about the prevention of intimate partner violence among Latin Americans here in New Zealand, and it's a thing that we share with other migrant communities. So I, I believe that the same issue of femicide, for example, is shared with other communities, the issue of family violence or intimate partner violence affecting more women and children, um the issue around the visas and as i uh, like if you are a resident you have a different treatment you are considered you you have access to services and different support eh, that you if, if you face a situation such as violence but if you have a temporary visa the situation is totally different and there is absolutely no support
1: the other issue Juanita Rojas and others here are concerned about is the removal of work visas for many partners of temporary migrants. The changes are being called immigration rebalance. So why is it concerning? Because it's majorly women who come with their partners to New Zealand on this partnership visa.
0: It is something that might, in, might increase violence and might put women under more risk. And again, the, if the support services are not there at this stage going to be worse with
1: the change. There's something called the victims of family violence work visa, but that's only available to partners of New Zealand citizens or residents. Alejandra Perez is with Sorola, the other activist group here today.
0: In our organization Sorola, we have a, a lot of we have a community of two thousand people already on Facebook. And yeah, we receive a lot of cases, especially with the uh, things of visas. A lot of girls have a partnership visa, and sometimes they have problems, or they are uh, they have violent abuse or domestic uh, violence, and they are depending on staying in this country for that visa, Mm -hmm. partnership visa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of girls, immigrant uh, girls, unfortunately, in this situation. The
1: immigration changes kick in in December. Also here today is Diana Albaran Gonzalez from Mexico with some crafts and arts-based activities. Diana is a lecturer at Elam School of Art and aside from being an academic she also calls herself a craftivist. Where well, we're saying that this is like as a symbolic embroidery hoop where we are all together we're
2: going to weave or do some uh, embroidery of uh, commitments is this is here is, I qué me comprometo what is my commitment as a as a women to stop violence against other women because our reflection with Viera was about sometimes we think about uh, violence against women as men only but we generate violence as towards each other and towards ourselves so this is kind of an invitation of a reflection of what can I what's the action that I
1: can take today to stop the violence against my other peros ororas. Alejandra Jaramillo, again, of the Latin feminist Collective.
2: Uh, I think that we only started this year as the collective. Then at, at Sorola, the, it's a collective more focused in building uh, the the solidarity and the support systems and we work together because we will kind of have a more activist space and then a more internal work face but I mean we haven't been around for so long so we just want to keep growing and that people will know that we exist and that we're doing this work and especially for Latin American women uh, or diversity that comes first to New Zealand that they know that they have a place where they can find the support.
1: Marking the International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women, those are the amazing women from Latin Feminist Collective and Sorola here in Auckland for whom the killing of Juliana Bonilla Herrera will continue to fuel their calls for femicide to be recognised here in New Zealand. I'm Kadambri Ragukumar, your host and producer of this podcast series. These are stories of people from all around the world who live here in New Zealand. You can hear more stories like this if you follow Voices on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio and wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also find Voices on the RNZ website. Today's episode was mixed by Cameron Willicott and I'm Kadamri Ragukumar. Thanks for listening.